good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you may be um, seeing this and tuning in. Beloved, I just want to share with you something from my heart today. Um, actually, I had not planned to do a live video today. I'm gearing up to do another um, few studies from time to time. Um, I'm looking forward to maybe doing a Sunday night session with you, and I'll be starting that either tomorrow night or, or next week. And I'm looking forward to doing some others, maybe a morning um, session, ladies Bible study kind of thing or something like that. I don't know, but I am praying and seeking the Lord about that right now. But I'm reading in the word today and this arrested my heart and I have just spent an awesome time in prayer concerning this matter. And I believe that God has just stirred me so much that I have to share this with you even right now. I don't want to be one that would miss the day of my visitation. I don't want to be one to miss any opportunity or anything the Lord puts on my heart. So I want to come to you today and share something from my heart. This is totally unscripted. I don't have any notes that I'm referring to. This is fresh from the Lord. And I believe it's a word in due season for us right now. And it's, it's something that God wants us to hear and God wants us to respond to. In my reading today, I am in and I will, I'm normally trying to do a, a series of audio messages called Bible Bites, and we're just reading through the scriptures, and I will be taping one of those here in a little bit uh, for this whole of the session of what we're reading through today. But I had to come on live and do this video with you um, because of what God just stirred in my heart so powerfully in this chapter. I'm reading in 1 Kings chapter 18, and if you'll remember, this is the big showdown. <laughs> this is um, the story of Elijah on Mount Carmel. And there were a few things about this. Some of you may be very familiar with this story. Some of you maybe not so much. That's okay. I want you to understand it. And I want you to hear the heart of God today because the lines are being drawn. It is time for us in America and all around the world to choose. God did not bring this evil pandemic upon the earth, but he is using it and he is drawing people to himself. And I want you to hear the heart of God today. So we come into chapter 18. It's been three years of famine in the land of Israel at the word of Elijah. Elijah had showed up and the, the land of Israel in this day is under the, um, this is in the northern kingdom we're talking about. This was in the Samaria where Ahab's kingdom um, headquartered in the northern tribes. And Ahab was an evil king, a very wicked king. And he had married into Jezebel and brought Jezebel along. And so there's a lot of evil in the land. They have introduced Baal. Uh, worship, Baal worship into the land. They have set up idols all over the land. They are worshiping Ashtaroth. Um, they were burning their children alive and sacrificing human sacrifices to their gods. They are cutting themselves. Um, and beloved, 
there's a there's a thing going around with younger people today and we need to pray for our young people and we need to know if you are listening and you have been involved in this i want you to know that cutting is not of god you don't have to participate in that that's an evil practice and god can deliver you from that and set you free but they were cutting themselves they were worshiping they were they were they were involved in prostitution as part of their worship um, of these false gods it was extremely evil extremely abominable what they were doing and the people of god had turned their hearts away from the lord and you will see that in just a moment because of something that elijah says in chapter 18. so god has called elijah and he sends him back to the land and he tells him elijah it's time for a showdown basically I, that's not in the scriptures but elijah's called back to go to king ahab and he goes to him and he tells him he says king ahab it's time gather all the people together to mount carmel bring the 450 prophets of baal and bring the 400 prophets of Ashtaroth as well to up to Mount Carmel. So here's one man against 850 prophets of these false gods and all in the nation and in the land. And so Ahab does that. All the children of Israel gather. And in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. And the people answered him not a word. So it's showdown time. The lines are drawn. And beloved, I believe this is an applicable, timely word for us in our land today all over the world. God is doing something. God is stirring something. And he is drawing people back to himself. And it is time to choose. It's time to get serious about the things of God. Elijah starts out and he makes the land. He makes the, the proclamation. And this question to everyone in the land, how long will you falter between two opinions? In other words, it's time to choose. It's time to make up your mind, be sold out, and follow the one that you believe to be the true God. And so then he lays out this whole um, episode of how this showdown is going to come to pass. And so he tells these 850 prophets, he says, okay, go and, you know, choose. We're going to have two bulls. You choose the one you want and you, you know, dress him up and, and offer him to your gods and you call out to your gods and all of that. And I'll take the other bull and I'll offer him to my God, the true God. And the God that answers by fire, he will prove himself to be the living God and the true one. So, all of these prophets of Baal, they go over there and they start, they, you know, dress up their bull and they offer him on the altar and they start crying out to him and, and they, they're crying out to the Baal and to the Ashtaroths. 
and they're they're calling on them and there's no answer there's no answer at all it says in one place but there was no voice no one answered so then <coughs> so then they start leaping about the altar that they've made and so elijah takes a little bit of fun with this and i love it it adds a little bit of humor in here so elijah tells them beginning in verse 27 well cry out for he's a god either he's meditating or he's busy or perhaps he's on a journey or perhaps he's asleep and you need to wake him up so they cried aloud cut themselves as was their custom and then it goes on and it says, and when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. This is right about three o'clock in the afternoon when they would offer the evening sacrifice. Then it says, but there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. So they got nothing out of their God. Then Elijah comes along and he says to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him. Notice the first thing he does. He repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And I hope I don't have to use a hanky here because I'm a crier. <laughs> but he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Beloved, it might be time for you to repair the altar of the Lord in your house and in your life that might have been broken down. And if it's time to do that, God is calling you to do that. Elijah noticed the altar of the Lord was broken down. So the first thing he does is he fixes it. Then he gathers 12 stones, memorial stones, one for each of the tribes of Israel, because he's offering this on their behalf. This is a showdown for all of Israel to know that the Lord himself is God. And notice he gets 12. Now, there were only 10 tribes in the northern tribe, in the northern kingdom. But he got 12 because God wants all of his people involved in this. This is, was for everybody. And so then he goes on and it says, with the stones, he built an altar. <laughs> he made a trench all the way around the altar. The Bible says it was large enough to hold two seas of seed. That means it, it, the best I can determine in my research is that it would hold, let me see, uh, approximately three to three and a half gallons of water all the way around. And so Elijah tells him, he says, go and fill water pots, take four of them, fill them. Then he tells them to do those. They had to do that three times. So they end up filling 12 water pots of water after Elijah puts his bull on the altar and gets it all ready, puts the wood on there and everything's ready. All he needs is the fire. And he goes and he tells them to, to not only, God is setting up for a miraculous appearance here because he tells them, he says, get me these 12 water pots of water, then pour them all over the bull, all over the wood, all over the altar, and, and it, let it run down into the trenches. And the Bible said it filled the trenches up. So these things were soaked to death. They were soaked completely, soggy. Now, I don't know about you, but wood doesn't tend to burn too easily when it's soaked and it's very wet. So God is setting things up for a miracle here. And then I want you to notice this. Elijah 
It says in verse 36, And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. That was the whole purpose of this thing, was for there to be a revival inside, in the people's hearts. It was for God to turn the hearts of the people back to him, to recognize he is God. The call had gone out. If the Lord God is God, then serve him, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. So God has set up this whole showdown, and the purpose of it, is to turn their hearts back to him. Then it says, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. Now, when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God. Beloved, I've come to tell you today, the Lord, he is God and he wants you. He is after your heart. He wants you during this time to turn your heart back to him. He wants you to no longer halter and falter between the two opinions. He doesn't want you any longer following the Baals and the Ashtaroths. He doesn't want you any longer following the pleasures of this life, the time stealers of this life, the, the gods of materialism, the gods of idolatry, the gods of witchcraft, the gods of drugs, the gods of alcohol, the gods of pornography, the gods of, of um, time stealers and leisure and play and recreation and whatever else. Those, some of those things can be good. Recreation and leisure can be good in their place, but God is after your heart. He wants you to turn your heart back to him. He doesn't want you to falter anymore after serving him some, but your heart's after this and your heart's after that. He doesn't want you to be double-minded and unstable in all these things. He wants you to be single-minded with one focus and one passion. Beloved, I've come to call you in Jesus' name to turn your heart back to God. And I'm belo beloved, I'm also asking that those of you that are serious about God, you love him with all your heart. I'm asking you to pick up the things from this prayer of Elijah and from this showdown with Elijah and begin to pray, begin to pray it for the people that are faltering between the two opinions, the people whose souls are hanging in the balance. Begin to pray it for the prodigal sons and daughters. Begin to pray it for them and, and pray that as God is after this mission, passionately trying to draw them back to God, that they will turn back to Jesus and they will give him their whole hearts again because that's what God wants. He loves you, beloved. 
He loves you and he will show up in your life and he will call and he will reach you and he will meet you when you call out to him and seek him with your whole heart. May God bless you with this word today. Father, I commit this word to you in Jesus' name. I pray that those that have heard this word, you will allow it to work in them. It's good purpose for which you have sent it this day. I pray in Jesus' name that we will be serious about you and about the things of God from this day forward. We will not let anything distract us. We will not falter between two opinions ever again, but we will wholeheartedly turn our hearts back to you. And God, I pray that as you lay upon our heart the ability to pray for others, that you will also send this word to them and you will draw them back to you. Oh God, because you're after our hearts in this day. And beloved, and I just trust you, God, that you will minister to all of these beloved children, beloved people of God. And I pray that the word will go forth and it will accomplish its intended purpose, just like Isaiah 55 says it will do. In Jesus' name, I commit this to you and ask it all in Jesus' name. May God bless you today, beloved. I'll see you again soon. God bless you.